Broadcasting from Cincinnati, Ohio. And Phoenix, Arizona. You are listening to Work Life 360. This podcast is all about helping one another navigate through the noise and the clutter that's holding us back from our potential to be a healthier, successful community. Whether it's stress, head trash, time management, tips on living a healthier lifestyle, or just navigating lifelong goals, this podcast is everything work-life related. I'm Rhonda. And I'm Bruce. We're here to provide you with tips and tricks to help you navigate through the day-to-day mental blocks. Let's get started. Welcome back to episode 15 of Work Life 360. Today, we're going to be talking all about speed reading and work efficiencies. Uh, But first, if you're a first-time listener, welcome to Work Life 360. And if you've been with us for a while, thank you for continuing to join us every single week as Rhonda and I deliver great content every single Wednesday. Uh, We ask that you leave us a review. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Go ahead and hop on one of those and leave us a review. So again, today is all about speed reading and work efficiencies. Rhonda, how are you? I am excited to speed through this. Yes. We were talking quickly before we came on the podcast and you had mentioned the speed reading talent you have. I am so super interested. It's one of those things that I'm like, I don't know about that, but I was always intrigued and interested in it, particularly when I was in school. So I like, I can't wait to listen to all the knowledge and shares that you provide for me and all the listeners. This is going to be fun. Let's go. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited too. I'm not the best at it. I, I still practice it. I'm not the best It you know, it does take practice. It takes consistency. Um, and you've got to have a joy to read. Uh, for me, it's, I don't have that great joy that some people, that passion, you know, Rhonda, you mentioned that you just bought 12 books. Yes. Um, oh, that that's I'm, why when you said that, I'm like, my husband's like, when are you going to have time to read all these books? Yeah. Show me, tell me, Bruce, how am I going to do this? How are we going to do this? Right. <laughs> um, but real quick, first, uh, our, our action item from last time was to, to reconnect from somebody in our past and... I have to admit, I wasn't intentional about this, but it did happen, okay? It's kind of funny. I was on a coaching call with somebody, um, and they they live in the city where I went to school and or I went to college, and um, it's a small town. And so we was talking, and he's a he's an insurance agent, and you know he's talking about growing his office and expanding, and he's want he's wanting to attract better talent and. Um, so on our last call last week, he's like, hey, Bruce, I think I found somebody. This guy's a great fit, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay, great. Um, and so we, he started telling me all about his qualities and how you know he's a local guy and so on and so forth. And so I'm sitting there typing in my notes. And I was like, just just so I have his name, like, what's his name? And he, he says, you know, his name's Lee. And I'm like, Lee, that's not a really common name. And I know a few Lees mm-hmm. that I went to college with. And I was like, well, Lee who? He told me his last name. I was like, oh my gosh, I know Lee. And, and you know, in our last episode, we talked about judgment. And, and in the back of my head, I'm sitting there thinking like, oh my gosh, he just told me all these wonderful things about this person that he's going to bring on to help grow his, his, his agency. And Lee, the Lee I know does not fit that. <laughs> The Lee I know was was is not driven, is not motivated, um, you know, didn't strive for a whole lot uh, in college. We'll just leave it at that. And uh, so, but I, I left my judgment to myself 
you know, because I don't want to poo-poo on his parade. You know, let's <laughs> let's bring him in. It's it's been 13 years, okay, since I've seen Lee, and and obviously people change and adapt and and grow. Um, we all kind of hit our stride at a different point, but um, a couple days went by, and come to find out, like Lee had a life-changing moment that kind of turned his life around. Um, he had a, he had a child and, um, so he's a dad now and he's, he's got a new sense of drive and he just wants to be the best dad, um, that he can be. And so he found that internal drive. He found that, that, that passion, uh, to provide for his family. And I'm glad that, that I was able to reconnect with him because, um, we talk, you know, we talked about judgment and we talked about, you know, letting go of the past and not that Lee and I ever had any problems. We didn't, uh, just kind of went our separate ways and, you know, he had his way of doing things. I kind of had mine and, um, but now we, we have something in common and that's that we want to both help this, this agency grow and become, you know, the number one agency in the region. Uh, so it was really cool to, to, uh, to reconnect with them and uh so yeah it was awesome I'm, I'm super glad that i was able to to have that conversation it, kind of a blast from the past oh it's so funny when you think back to your relationships i mean even a year ago um but those former relationships are embedded in our minds and our memories and then these people pop up in our lives it's such a beautiful thing to see somebody that you interacted with grow and succeed in life mm -hmm. it's that's super cool it was awesome, awesome. yeah yeah <laughs> whole um, new relationship now you know yeah yeah i'm excited he starts um in a couple weeks uh and you know so i'm working with the uh with the owner of the with the agent and and how to onboard him properly and and really make sure that we set him up for success uh so let, let's kind of let's let's shift gears a little bit here and, and talk about some some speed reading shall we please first and foremost i'm not a professional i don't teach this uh i in high school i actually i had a um a learning disability as it pertained to reading uh, my retention level was lower than average and uh so it took me a little longer to to retain information and you know i got into college and you know and i'm we got to read all these books and this, you know, these chapters, just tons and tons of reading. Well, there was a speed reading course available. Um, so my second, my second semester, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot, right? I, I, I would love to learn how to read faster. So we get in and it's day one. And this, this teacher's explaining to us kind of the, the psychology behind it and how it actually works. And it's, it's nothing that, you know, nothing that we're going to cover on this this podcast is going to automatically make you a speed reader uh it takes lots of practice mm -hmm. um so what what we were what we would do is we all had the same book and it was she started off in 30 second increments so you would only read one page for 30 seconds as fast as you can and then you would count the words that you read in that 30 seconds Okay, and then you would go back. So say you read, I mean, we're just gonna say 60 words, okay? 
um, each on the book it had like where you stopped you can easily reference you didn't have to sit there and count every single word but it had charts on it that you could grade yourself and then you would go back and you would reread it at your normal speed and you would test your retention um, what words did you skip over that made a difference when you read it the second time around does that make mm -hmm. sense yes and so you would do we did this about seven or eight times uh, just to kind of warm up and when you're speed reading you're glancing over the words and it's so you don't read every word okay you've you've trained your eyes just to graze over the words look at them okay but don't you don't necessarily have to read each word individually you glance over them as fast as you can and and the goal was to finish one page in the 30 seconds um, so you wanted to just push yourself push yourself to get to the end of the page count it count the words and then go back and reread it and see I guess test your retention and then you would answer questions okay as to uh, what the page was about does that make sense it's kind of like a peripheral yes go through yes yep if you imagine you know we'll just say like a normal chapter like one page of a book and you would you would take your finger and I forgot to mention this you would take your finger move your finger through the pages at the mm -hmm. same cadence and your eyes would would follow the cadence so your retina is kind of just glossing over yes and mm -hmm. the more you do it the more the better your retention um, and it took I mean it took us a, like at the end of the semester I remember um, like we were not just reading one page we were reading multiple pages in one minute um, which was amazing because before it would take me a minute just to read one page word for word uh, and your retention levels you you you, you you wanted to strive for about a 60 to 70 percent retention um, because not every not every sentence is really that important um, mm. there's a lot of filler sentences and if you're if you're reading like a, a really intense book yeah you may want to slow down to, to grasp every word but if you're just reading like emails or you're reading memos and stuff like that like you can you can speed read those pretty easily kind of a way to train your brain to process information more quickly it sounds like yeah yeah and in our brains there was something and i can't remember exactly but there was something about our brain can retain information even if we're not reading it in our head like so if you read a sentence as fast if you just glance over a sentence you mm -hmm. can know what that sentence is about without actually reading it so when did you notice this showing up in your work life as helpful definitely <laughs> so well it, it's it's kind of went twofold okay. so there was times when speed reading paid off um, being able to read multiple emails at the same time and like you know multitask and read over you know long-winded contracts pretty pretty frequently mm -hmm. um, but then the flip side is there there were emails that I also like glanced over that I I missed pieces of information um, that, that ended up costing but uh, 
overall it's it, it just helps with being proficient within your day mm-hmm. you know um and we talk about other things to to help us be i guess more proficient in our day is you know obviously email we get a lot of emails um and setting up your email everybody has their own different way of how they set up their email you know like Rhonda, you're we were kind of joking uh you know Right now, I probably have over 400 unread emails in my inbox. <laughs> and with my wife, that stresses her out. Like, even though it's not her inbox, right. like, it stresses her out to see that there's so many unread emails. And I know that every single one of those emails is junk because what I do is, and it's, I don't know if more people do this, but you've got the the preview pane. And <laughs> if the preview doesn't stick out, if it's not anything important like i just don't click on it mm-hmm. i i it and I, I i guess i'm too lazy to delete it but about once a week i'll go through and i'll hit all unread emails and do a mass delete you know i'll scroll through them just to make sure i didn't miss anything but um whereas with my wife every email gets open every email gets like categorized and and put in a specific folder and i'm more i need rules right I am the king of rules. You send me an email and if it if if we do business together, it's going into a folder. Um that's how my brain categorizes things. Yeah. Definitely. If I were to open my email now, I definitely have different groups, different folders, and then with every new say each month I have a new program that I'm inviting people on our team or the agents to join there's a there's a new folder just for that because there's going to be constant communication back and forth mm-hmm. but it's always good to have that information somewhere too for reference so like next year there's going to be something maybe i want to you know i have an after action report or what have you it's just i like to keep everything in that space and with working sometimes in the office or working sometimes at home for me, it's just helpful because I can log in on my phone or my workstation or my home station. It's just easy access. It's another way to retain important information in organized fashion so you're not mindlessly going through your email to find something that's really important. I'll give you an example. Recently, we were trying to find the contractor that helped build the gym here at Global Trans and my boss is looking for his name and couldn't find it. Within 30 seconds, I had it. <laughs> I have my old yeah. folder from Operation Startups and all my contact information. But um, getting back to that speed reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you share some tips for those of us? You know, we want to try to give this a shot. Like, what would you recommend that we do? Try opening it, you know, an email or something and and push your eyes to the limit. Don't try to read every word individually, but yeah. push your eyes across the words. So you're not using your finger now, obviously, right? You're just your eyes. Yeah, you're just okay. using your eyes and push your push your eyes and if you don't read the word, that's okay. Don't go back to it. Like if you if you think you missed it, just keep going right push you don't want to stop like once you once you start okay you want to set a timer on your watch on your phone somewhere for about 30 seconds to a minute and just 
continue to read nonstop. Like don't don't go back and like, wait, I didn't read that sentence correctly. Mm -hmm. I got to go back and reread that because it didn't make sense. Just keep going. Um, and then test yourself. Like then go back, okay, and slowly read it. And that's going to help you retain and it's going to teach your brain that when I, when you scan over the words, okay, you're not reading every word, but it's going to train your brain to read where your your mind isn't catching up. Okay. How do you test yourself? So you go back and you reread it. So, so it's, it's it, the rereading process. Yeah, it's the rereading sure that you comprehend what yep. you got. Yep. Hmm. Um, and then I would imagine if you're missing important information, maybe do you slow down or you just keep at it? You keep at it. It okay. takes lots of practice. Like I said, it took us an entire semester um, to say that, okay, yeah, we can speed read. And um, it's more or less like training your brain, like taking it to the gym, right? Mm -hmm. First, you start out with the lightweights and then you build yourself up. It's the same with, you know, any new hobby or sports or anything like it's you start slow and it's the repetitions that that are going to move your brain across does that make sense yeah it's fascinating yeah i wonder if there's apps that out there i know there's i i know there's courses okay. um because before we jumped on i looked up to see if i could find the professor that that actually taught this class um and I couldn't find it, but I did see that there are like speed reading courses and there's quick little tutorials on YouTube, it looked like, but uh, it's it's fun. Um, it definitely makes things go a lot faster. Yeah, and I think too, for our listeners out there, this could be a really fun way to, maybe there's those books on the shelves that we've been wanting to get to, right? Mm -hmm. and. We don't allow ourselves the time to actually enjoy getting through something. So this might be a fun way to uh, get back into the habit of reading. And yeah, and it's it's amazing. I know a, a guy that actually speed reads all the time, and he reads. I mean, it's nothing for him to read a Harry Potter a Harry Potter book in like a day. Wow. And like, it's awesome. Like just watching him turn to pages is just like wow it and he can retain he, his retention levels are are almost 100 percent um because flipping the pages is one thing but it's it's retaining the information that's mm -hmm. that's more important but uh it's it's fun to watch people speed read and be able mm. to retain the information um i don't practice as nowhere near as much as i should it definitely helped my overall speed of reading. So I'm thinking, because I'm the person that will read the paragraph over, <laughs> over yep. several times, and then if there's something that I really want to digest, for instance, I read 30, 39 pages last night in one of my books that I was so excited to dive into, and I'm highlighting and underlining and folding the pages over. Oh, I want to like come back to this page, and I really want to remember this, and I know that during that sleeping process, that's where we retain that information. So it sounds like for me, I'm gonna have to stop that way of thinking and in, be intentional and allow myself to not become obsessed with taking in every single piece of information and retaining it. I guess 
during that reading process because I literally will read a sentence and stop and then highlight and write and mm -hmm. sometimes I'll even take notes. Bruce, I'm really excited to try this because I, I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that it was a timed, intentional, go back, revisit process and then it, it actually works. So this, yeah. this could yes. be a game and it'll, changer it'll, for I'm, some goals for sure. Go ahead. Let me hold you accountable. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me uh, hold you accountable to, to learning how to speed read. It's going to be hard. It is. <laughs> but if it's important, it's important. It's it's worth it. So what, Rhonda, with, with your day, what are some other efficiencies that that you find make your day a little bit more enjoyable? For me, going back to our time management, that's pretty key for me. Um, and allowing some unexpected opportunity unexpected interruptions as again before we got on we came online i had mentioned to you we had some more people coming into the office mm -hmm. so um with that happening for me to be productive it's very i'm very intentional every day about my schedule and if i something comes up with outside of my control it's communicating to my team, hey, I'd really like to dive in and help you with this, but you know, my time is very limited. So managing those emotions as different things come up, the expectations of myself and the expectations of my team and communicating what best can help us all be productive with whatever mm -hmm. is most important for that day to get through because there's several things going on right now and, and, and noticing that and then being honest and authentic about that is key for me every single day because it's going to be very different the next month over the summer going into the fall as all the changes happen in the workplace again and as we've become kind of comfortable if I can put that out there in our mm -hmm. lives with all of the chaos we've found this new sense of normalcy, it's going to change again. So um, for me, knowing that, being prepared, having my stuff together, knowing what the expectations are, communicating with my boss, with my team, what I need, and, and going at it with a, with a great attitude of success yeah. for me you is key. You mentioned a couple of things there that I want to just touch on is you know, when we when we dig into time management, I work with a lot of business owners and CEOs and, and very high producers. And one thing that we have is those that can create a schedule before the work week. So, you know, if you're looking at here, you know, this is it's Wednesday. If you're going to plan your next week um, before the week starts, so Monday morning, right? Like you have your week mapped out every to every 30 minutes putting your most important income producing or most important task not even income just your most important tasks in your calendar and then protecting that time because you're right like now that things are you know like you said you're gonna have more people coming in the office you're gonna be things are changing constantly um, but if you put what's most important into your schedule first and protect that time what we have found um, is that say for example you have 
you've got time blocked off that just you've got to protect. And somebody comes up and wants to interrupt that time. And you say, hey, I'll be done in one hour. Can, can I get back with you then? Almost always, when you go back to follow up with that person, their response is, oh, hey, don't worry about it. I figured it out. No big deal. Right? But they were about to pull you away from something that was really important to you. Yeah, and I think for newbies or people that worry about what they're producing at work, sometimes mm-hmm. that's a hard thing to do is to say no. Yeah. So yep. I'm, I and, like that you pointed that out because for me, I'm pretty good at saying sorry. Right. But I'm very transparent and and there's a respect there too. So there's a lot to say about not just putting somebody off and they know mm-hmm. that there's a reason and you everybody's time is valuable. So valuing each other is important. Yeah. And, you know, I, I tell people all the time, it's okay to say, hey, take a look at my calendar. Take a look <laughs> at my schedule. Right? Like, hey, can, you know, do you have time tomorrow? Well, hold on. Let me look at my calendar. Right? Go always, always refer back to your calendar, back to your schedule before committing and taking on more responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your time is, is, is valuable as much as theirs. And you want to make sure that you're both present in the meetings and the conferences or whatever the activity is. Um, it doesn't do anybody any good if you're half foot in the door, half foot out. You know, I, I used to work with somebody that would commit to everything and they were like, a bunny rabbit running around the office nonstop just because they, I mean, their calendar was packed full of, of appointments all over the place. And I'm just sitting there thinking like at the end of the day, like they look back and they think, what did I get done today? Right. Cause they weren't intentional about anything. They were just, they were in meetings all day long, just bouncing around, bouncing around. And that's, that's tiresome. Yeah. I was just going to say they're going to crash. <laughs> yeah. And they, they did. They, mm-hmm. they definitely did. But, um, creating that schedule ahead of time and, you know, prior prioritizing your day and making sure that those most important items get, get addressed each day. Um, what do you think a good action item would be? I, I know we kind of, we always want to end an, on an action item. Pay attention if you notice that you're in a meeting or a call or even a conversation with your wife and your mind goes somewhere else. So be mindful of of the conversations that you're having and make sure that you're present intentionally be present yeah Ooh. i need to work on that uh i know for me personally this will be tough you know when my kids are talking and you know they're six and and four and it takes them five minutes to explain something you know my mind is is racing and I'm, i'm i'm there i'm listening but it's like not fully listening so uh, that's going to be something I'm going to work on for sure. Yeah, that's that mindfulness stuff again. It mm-hmm. really makes a difference. And sometimes our brains kind of tune out in the moment. If we have a lot that we're thinking about, and I mean, or it just could be just an energy thing. Who knows? Or how well we slept or what we ate or what we're doing right before this happens. Or, you know, thinking about the unknown. Sometimes that can creep up. Um in our day-to-day yeah. life. Good action item for sure. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, awesome, guys. Well, this concludes our episode of Work Life 360. Go ahead and give us a like, give us a share. Tell us, tell your friends and family about us. Uh, you guys be safe and be kind to one another. 
Be well, everybody. Thanks for joining. That wraps up this episode of Worklife 360. Thanks for joining us. Make sure to check out all of our other episodes for even more great content. Check out the show notes, any links, any articles that we've referenced in today's episode. We appreciate your time and ask you to send any feedback to worklife360podcast at gmail.com. We value your time and we're here for you. Contact me directly if you'd like to learn more about me coming to run a free sales training workshop for your team. Follow me on LinkedIn or check out my website at brucepumierswc.com. If you'd like to learn more about me or have a free health consult, check me out on LinkedIn or visit my website at planningtheseedsforhealthyliving.com. Thanks for joining us.